Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Kat Gandolfo. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Kat. Hi, how are you? We're good. How are you doing? Great. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, let's get this started. Tell us a little bit about you. Like, what do you do? Um, so I am an agent, just an agent, no broker license yet, but that's the goal, uh, on the Flanders and Gerich team. Nice. How long have you been uh, in real estate then? So I started a couple of years ago, um, kind of just doing rental rentals. You know, I, I let people in to see and did uh, leasing and then uh, started working with the Flanders and Gerich team about a year ago, actually, and then got my license and joined as an agent. Nice. That's awesome. So when you were younger, is this what you had planned for your future? No. (laughs) (laughs) What did you have planned? So my friend and I were convinced that we were going to own our own pet store. And basically it was going to be Pruce's pets. And then they came in and ruined it for us. And <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Still that. So what'd you do anyways? Did you uh, do something else? How'd you get into real estate? Like how did that get into doing the, like the real estate stuff you did previous? Yeah. It's, um, it's been kind of a train strange transition. I grew up um, in marketing for years, years and years, my whole family. Um, my mom did local advertising and handled a lot of local companies. And then my dad did, uh, national advertising, um, and media buying. And I kind of fell into that. I followed them. Um, I did go to college to be a teacher because that's, I thought that that was where my passion was. Uh, and then was disheartened, disheartened by some of the things I saw in teaching and decided just to Go and join the family business. Um, did that for years. You can watch me grow up in commercials when I was little. Um, and did media sales for about 10 years nationally, specialized in billboards. I really enjoyed it, but there was no social aspect to it at all. It was emails, research. Mm-hmm. Once in a great while, I get to talk to somebody on the phone. I worked from home. It was kind of lonely. Um, And my husband at the time started working for the real estate agent that sold us my house doing property management. And I'd always love looking at houses. I've been like a Zillow freak since they first came out, always on Zillow. Um, I just really loved it. I love helping people and working with people. So I started leasing with them uh, and really, really enjoyed it. And I kind of decided when I started leasing that I was like, okay, I think I want to be an agent, but I want to explore what it's really like to be an agent before I just dive in. Um, The marketing background really helps the advertising background, like understanding sales and how to work with people. Um, So that was, that was really nice. And I just, I really loved, I loved it. I loved working with the people. I liked meeting new people and I loved taking someone into a home that you know one person might not think is great and to that other person it's everything i can live here i can have a home and that feeling of helping someone find a home i was like i need to do this every day i need this to be my everything like it's addictive that feeling of helping someone find where they want to live like there's no other feeling like that in the world that i found at least um so that was how I got started. A good friend of mine recommended Maggie. I'd already taken my class. Um, so I started talking to her and it meant the whole team and it was just fate. That's awesome. 
take us to your first transaction. I know you did some leasing before, but when you got your license as an agent, how did that first transaction go for you? At that point, you probably already had some experience with what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. It was um, it was almost too perfect. Okay. Ooh. Like, it was, it was a random Zillow call. I took the call. So nice. Just the most understanding, sweet people. We went to, I think they were coming in from out of town. Um, we went to maybe five houses while they were in town and found one they really liked. We did some negotiating. We wrote an offer uh, and we were told at the time, which, you know, COVID market, it's insane. Like trying to get a house, you have to write over and it, there's so much competition. There was no competition on the house. They wrote for under offer. Like it was oh, just, wow. it was, it was ridiculously smooth. And then last minute, somebody came in and sniped it and took it from us. Hmm. But we accepted active backup. And three days later, we got a call that they got it on active backup. And by this time they'd already gone back home. And so I was able to give them the call that, hey, you got it after all. They came back for inspections. Everything was beautiful. The house was great. It was a really cute, cute old house in East Lansing. And they just loved it. They loved me. We just had a great relationship and we're still friends. So it was just, it was amazing how they were literally the perfect client I couldn't have asked for anyone better. Yeah. And it sounds like all of the, I mean, negotiating and everything went really smooth for you too. So good yeah, first the transaction. The agent <laughs> was, I, I'm so thankful for her because she was so kind. And I straight up told her, I was like, this is my first transaction. I appreciate you being patient with me. And please let me know if there's anything that I need to adjust. And she was always just incredible. Yeah. And I'll never forget Lynn. I will forever remember her and all of her help. That's so cool. Good for you. That's awesome that that worked out that way. Kind of switching um, the gears here a little bit. Talked about the positives. What's the worst property you've been to? So this is an interesting question because um, I don't really look at properties as being bad or good. Um, You know, to every person, there's something that they're looking for. So even when a property might be really bad to one person, it could be really great for another um, and I do work with a lot of investors. So I have been to a lot of very unique properties, I could say. <laughs> um, I, I'd say one of the most interesting things I found at a property, I mean, they listed it ahead of time before you walked in. There was like, there's bats in the property. And I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's go in. To go. <laughs> <laughs> and we walked in and you could walk in this back room and there's a big crack in the wall and you could hear the bats. Oh my. Hear Were they them. living in the wall? They were living in the wall okay. and the ceiling. Uh, and I was, I, I told the buyer, I was like, I don't know if this is for you unless you want to take on the bats. But plus side, guano is very valuable. So, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's just every property has it, you know, if you're looking for that fixer upper, right. it's a great property. Did yeah. they end so, up getting it? Uh, they did not. No. <laughs> they didn't want to take on they the bats. They bought the house Understandably. before that one that didn't have bats. Right. <laughs> I know we kind of mentioned goals when you first started. Um, what are your goals to kind of finish out this year and go into the next one? It, that's an interesting question. I mean, I'm sure it's a really regular question. I, I'm i not the best about setting goals. I more look towards how can I help the next person that calls me? What can I do to be as useful to my community as possible? So I guess my goal for the rest of this year would be help as many families as I can find the home that they want. 
That's awesome. How many transactions have you had since you got your license so far? I believe 13. Oh, wow. So that's been in the last year then, right? Yeah. Yep. So I actually, when I started, I was still assisting at my son's school. Mm -hmm. And um, I just had a hard time letting go. So I finished out the school year um, with kids that were 18 months to three years old. So seeing them through COVID was um, pretty special to me. Uh, and once the year ended in June, that's when I went full-time. So I was working okay. part-time until June and had probably about three or four transactions in that time. And then, so most of my transactions have been since June. Nice. Okay. Do you time block at all? Um, how did you kind of transition from what you were doing to the real estate side of it with your time in the day? Like how, cause I know there's so much to do all the time. How do you do it all? <laughs> well, it was, I was really glad when the year was over because I was like, <laughs> things are starting to get so busy and I have more and more clients. And right. I do, do try and time block. Um, I find that um, I really like structure, but I'm bad at it because the yeah. more structure I have, the more stressed I get. So if I'm like, I'm doing this at this time and this at this time, then when I get a call and I need to drop everything I'm doing and switch, yeah, I I, that's hard for me. So I, a little bit fly by the seat of my pants and a little bit <laughs> time structure. So I'll put okay. a general idea. I do a list for what I want to achieve that day, but I don't give a set time because then I'm going to get stressed out if it goes past that time, or if I get a call and I need to drop what I'm doing. Right. So in real estate, I find that you need to be super flexible yes. and adjust quickly. Mm-hmm. So I just try and have a very vague idea for my day and adjust when it needs to be, because I primarily work with buyers in this market. You yeah. got to drop what you're doing and go. Yeah. Yep. So that's how I run my life. I run my life. Like I'm about to drop what I'm doing and go, but I have something to work on until I do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I know that's probably how a lot of people feel. It's not just you. I'm sure a lot of people are like, that, especially <laughs> yeah. in this market. Yeah. <laughs> What's one thing you would do differently um, if you could start over with everything that you've learned over the past year? What's one thing you would change? You know, I don't think I would change a thing. Okay. There's so much that I've learned. uh, And I, every client I've worked with, every transaction I've had, every agent I've talked to, I I wouldn't change a, a thing. I've loved it all. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's your favorite business book you've read? So that was a good question. Um, I do not read business books and I am an auditory learner. Mm-hmm. I also don't listen to audiobooks. What I do is I listen to Tom Ferry's podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. And I am a real proponent of conversation. I'd rather have a conversation with somebody, which is where the team I'm on makes such a difference because I can learn from their experience. And we do like a weekly sit down and kind of talk. And that has been more valuable to me than anything because listening to what they've gone through, what they've done, how they do it, being able to ask questions and interact, like there's just, there's no topping that. I I love every aspect of that. Um, And I have a four-year-old. So right now, a lot of my reading is, you know, children's literature. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure That's it's awesome. hard to kind of find time in the day too when you've got so much going on to actually pick up a book and sit down and 
read one. That would be very time consuming. It is really right nice though, because, so I don't know how much you guys know about Remax, but they have some really great training programs mm-hmm. um, where you can just type in what it is that you want to learn how to do. And there's like 10 videos telling you how to do it oh, cool. and giving you a step-by-step. And we have great people that we can call that will give us screenshots and like walk us through, here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Like it's been amazing having Remax behind me. That's awesome. Before we go today, how can everybody get a hold of you? So um, you can look me up on Facebook. It's K-A-T for cat, <laughs> Gandolfo, um, or give me a call. My phone number is 517-898-7593. That's 517-898-7593 or email me, uh, Google me. I'm everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Perfect. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. It was so fantastic meeting both of you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Yep. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Are there? Are there? Hey, guys. We just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.